Hello and welcome out to episode 381 of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky, a podcast where I talk a bunch of geeky stuff. Some of it good, some bad, and all of it though, definitely geeky. Guess what? It's another GBG drive-by. Yay! And I can hear right now, just through your podcast listening device, I can hear it right now. Even though this was in the past, it's your present. I can hear it from the future, your excitement and how excited you are, for lack of a better term. Anywho, before we begin, our official sponsor of the show is Audible with over 200,000 titles to choose from. You get ad-free premium audio that you listen to on, offline and online, no interruptions. You own your library, which is pretty cool. And if you're not satisfied with the book, you can swap it out. And I believe you can swap books or let other people borrow books in your library. Pretty cool. Are you interested in that? Go to audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggeeky and sign up. And when you do that, it helps our show out a little bit too in the process. But here's the thing too. Say you try it out, you get your free audiobook, and it's not something you love. It's okay. You can cancel as well. And that's that's okay. But the great thing is on top of that, you keep the book. You keep the book. How rad is that? It's pretty rad. Also, I would say what could be better than watching the It's All Been Done Radio Hour, because that's live. If you want to, instead of listening to a podcast or an audiobook, which is also pretty awesome, audibletrial.com forward slash goodbackgeek, you can go to it's all been done radio hour.com and listen to past episodes of It's All Been Done and Universe Journey, or go to patreon.com forward slash IBD. And uh, if you're a patron, you can listen to the audio before it's been fully edited and fully released, and you can get caught up. So you can come see Universe Journey, the musical, which will make up most of our August show and is set following the events of the July show, which had some huge premise-changing events that occurred. Join us Saturday, August 11th at 5.30 p.m. to find out the crew's fate, and especially that of its captain, a.k.a. me, Captain Kake. Again, it's all been on radar.com for more details. All right, with that stuff out of the way, I thought I'd talk about, I kind of mentioned this last episode, and now that you know it's kind of wrapping up, I've recorded, I think, the Saturday of, of Comic-Con, and now uh, it's Sunday, and Sunday's wrapping up. I thought, why not we talk about San Diego Comic-Con? There are still things I think that are slowly trickling out, because this is recorded during the day. But for the most part, San Diego Comic-Con is pretty much done. And there is some stuff that happened that's shocking, I'll lightly talk about here. Some of it wasn't even related to Comic-Con, it was just happening on Comic-Con weekend, which I think it happened Wednesday night to Thursday morning, which was... James Gunn got fired as director of Guardians of the Galaxy. And in my opinion, and, and I here's the thing, I'm not going into it, and I really hope that if we do talk about it, that you will wait for that episode before you make any judgments on me, um, because this is a, it's a really judgy time right now. But again, I want to be clear that it is, it's ludicrous. It's absolutely ludicrous, and I'm against it. But I will say the good news is, is that they keep saying that he's fired as director, and they're not saying that they fired him as writer, or that they're tossing the script, which that's important too. Now, granted though, James as director could change the script on the fly on the set. And it felt like, oh, he's the voice of the Guardians of the Galaxy, which the fact that they're firing him in that, if it's just the director capacity. Now see, originally Alan Horn said they're severing all ties with him, which that's not good. But all the press releases after that from Disney are saying that he's no longer director. He's no longer director. He's fired as director. But he also is the writer. He finished the script a, a week or two, actually, I think three weeks ago. And maybe that's me looking for the silver lining. I also think the silver lining would be that they fucking rehire him. Uh, you know, and again, if we did this in another episode, I would probably also talk about the Chris Hardwick thing a little bit too. Because after, as some time has come by, my viewpoint on that has kind of morphed a bit as well. 
But anyway, this is not where we're, we're talking about happy things in this episode. We don't want to talk about super depressing things. And both of those to me are kind of super depressing. Uh, let's talk about happy things, which is San Diego Comic-Con. Now, if there had to be a winner at San Diego Comic-Con, some of the things that they talk about, like DuckTales. DuckTales, they released a half season one trailer, half last half of season one trailer, where they, which looks pretty cool. They uh, showed Don Cheadle as Donald Duck, which I don't love that. I don't love it at all. Look, if you can make Donald Duck fun and enjoyable as a character in the fucking The Legends of the Three Caballeros TV show, which isn't even officially released in the States, I've been watching it through YouTube, I think that you can, you know, make Donald a little bit more understandable in DuckTales because that's, I think, a, a thing maybe they're, they're dealing with. I, I'm not really sure... But so Disney had that, and there was like one or two other kind of things. But the big, the the bigger presentations, the presentations that stuck out the most were Warner Brothers stuff. They released in Hall H a bunch of stuff. So first off, congratulations to Warner Brothers. Usually, you guys don't win the day. It's usually Disney, uh, Mar- or before it was part of Disney, Marvel, and a few other things. But Warner Brothers really sealed the deal this year. They did uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them 2 trailer, uh, The Crimes of Grindelwald, and they had Johnny Depp come out, which kind of bad being that Amber Heard, his ex-wife, was there, and, you know, she is a victim of his abuse, and so that part, not cool. So I'm trying, I'm not going to talk a lot about the, about that movie or that trailer as much. It was just okay. It was good, I will say that, but um, if I had to place them... Uh, they released a bunch of trailers. So yeah, it was Fantastic Beasts 2, The Crimes of Grindelwald, Aquaman, Shazam, and then Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I would say from least favorite to favorite, that is an accurate order I gave you. Like again, Fantastic Beasts is not bad, but with the Johnny Depp thing going on, the fact that he was there presenting it, it makes it a little creepy and not as enjoyable. And grand, him and Justin Jenner on the movie already makes that an issue to begin with. But look, they're sticking to the story they're telling with that particular actor and I have to I have well here's the thing I don't have to but I want to know how the story ends so I'm going to suffer through that little problem and maybe that's where you and I will differ on that and it makes me a bad person I hope I, th- I don't think it does but I, I really do want to see how it ends even with Depp as that character yeah it was interesting but my care level is still even without that stuff going on not that high for Fantastic Beasts now in terms of Aquaman Aquaman's a character that is a joke to me. And I know in the Zack Snyder DC universe, or now it's as it's called, officially the worlds of DC, which it makes me question too, the worlds of DC mean there's multiple worlds. Are they going to lead up to Crisis on Infinite Earths? Well, that would be cool if they could fucking do it. And here's the thing. If they would find a way to do the movie universes and do it with the TV universes, that would be fucking cool. But I digress. They probably won't. But... Aquaman doesn't look shitty, guys. It looks kind of cool. It looks kind of cheesy, but I feel like Aquaman's story arc is kind of cheesy, but it looks good. Kind of cheesy, but looks really good. And it, it kind of gives me the chills that Wonder Woman was, which was, it looks good. It looks like it could be really good. And Jason Momoa, I think I'm saying that right, from Game of Thrones, he... He was a lot of fun in Justice League. I don't think I really gave him props in in my last episode when I talked about Justice League. But again, he made the character enjoyable. It 
And same thing with Ezra Miller's Flash. They were both enjoyable characters. But Aquaman, it was just okay, um, too. It was real. Again, the problem with the DC films is in general is that, especially with a character that's already been presented, that there's a good chance they'll probably fuck it up. Because there was stuff in Justice League that I was like, oh, that looks so, it doesn't look great. Even out of context, edited, it doesn't look super great, but it does. It looks beautifully shot, but it doesn't look like it's going to be a good movie. Aquaman looks like it's a good movie. It looks like it's beautifully shot, but it looks like it could be a good movie, which again, Wonder Woman was and had that same kind of vibe. The big winner for me, though, there's two, but Shazam knocked me flat on my ass. And I will also, Mea Copa or Coupla, whatever, however you say it. So either way, take a, take two drinks just in case. But I am a Zachary Levi fan, and it looks like Shazam looks like a killer film. It, it like grade A lightning in a bottle. Sorry for the pun, kinda not really, not sorry at all because it looks good. It looks amazing. Zachary Levi, um, excuse me, to me from my dad has a giant size Shazam comic book, and then I remember reading Shazam in the I think the Book of Evil or whatever by Jeff Smith from Bone Fame. He did a run on DC's Shazam. And I mean, it looks, he looks exactly like him. He has the same playful quality that I feel like he would have. And I mean, guys, he also looks really fucking big and roided out, but apparently he's not roided out. He's just built that up all naturally. And he looks amazing. The movie looks amazing. And I can't say enough how good this movie looks. It looks fun. It looks exciting. Now, my wife, who is not familiar with Shazam, she had a lot of questions. She was kind of bothered by the trailer because she didn't know who the character was or whatever. And here's the thing. I don't really know a lot about the character either. I know just enough to get by. If I, if you, if it comes up, it's like this character says one word and turns into a superhero. I would probably go, Oh, it's Shazam. I, that would be the, that's really kind of all I know. I don't know his, his real name. I don't know anything else about him. I, and I think he fights black lightning or black lightning bolt or whatever. As I'm saying, I don't even know the villain that well, villain or villains that well. I, that's all I kind of know. So, yeah, it, it looks really good, really awesome. It, it looks like Big as a superhero movie. And that's cool. You know, Big, the movie with Tom Hanks. It looks like that, but instead of Tom Hanks, it's Zachary Levi. And Zachary Levi definitely has that, a kind of a Tom Hanks air to himself. He is considered to be one of the nicest guys in the entertainment industry, and I believe it. And, and it just furthers my belief that this could be a really good movie. And it makes me super excited. Just some of the stuff where he's just like, hey, I'm a superhero. Like, it's just, it's really funny. But the one that makes me keep watching it over and over and over and over again has been Godzilla 2, a.k.a. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh, my God. It looks absolutely terrific. I, I nerded out and watched the fuck out of that trailer like 30 times in like, you know, 30, 40 minutes or so. I mean, I watched the shit out of it. A friend of mine on Facebook uh, when I posted it said, she's like, oh, I don't think it looked that good. It looks more like a Game of Thrones and slash Stranger Things fan fiction. And I was like, really? I As a Godzilla fan, it looks fucking dead on. So I, I respectfully disagree. But if you've ever seen the original film, uh, Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, it pretty much, it leads to a, a four-way brawl between Godzilla, Rodan, Mothra, and thus Mothra's offspring, Mothra, yeah, Mothra, and then uh, Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, a.k.a. Monster Zero, or the, uh, I think, uh, 
it's not the atomic monster. It's the starts with the A, the Astro monster, or whatever. I mean, these are all, but it looks like. And Rodan comes out of a volcano, which in his origin movie he came out from the side of a volcano. I thought in Kidora, the three-headed monster. I think he was resting in. I think the side of Mount. F- Fuji, I think, or no, it might have been Godzilla, um, and then Rodan came out of a volcano, but either way, the trailer makes it very clear, and the shot of Mothra spreading her wings is absolutely gorgeous, absolutely beautiful, and and just breathtaking, and the fact, I think they're playing, is it Claire de Lune, but the classic, the classical movement of music is absolutely gorgeous, and the human stuff looks like I mean, again, I could very well be wrong. The first film looked like I would probably care more, but the the movie really, really just looks beautiful. It looks fucking amazing. It looks good. I can't talk highly enough about. I mean, the one that I think that I'm most excited about would be Godzilla and Shazam. Uh, not to say other cool stuff didn't happen at San Diego Comic Con, but again. All that was from the Warner Brothers panel. And the Warner Brothers, I think, kind of, they just, they finally nailed one. You know, they took one for the team for the last few years, but they finally got one. Good for them. Facts, Max, kudos all around. You guys did it. I'm really excited for that. And I'm really thinking and hoping that they'll, that it'll be really good. Uh, Godzilla 2 stars Thomas Middleditch. I can't think of the girl who plays a lot. Millie Bobby Brown. And uh, it also stars uh, Mila Fermera, am I saying that right? I'm probably not saying that right. I'm not that prepared, people. I'm only kind of prepared about what I'm going to talk about. But I, I really, I, I just been watching that trailer. Oh, Kyle Chandler, he wasn't at Comic Con, but Kyle Chandler's in it too. Kim Watanabe is coming back from Monarch. The girl from Shape of Water is in the trailer as well. Again, these last few people were not actually at Comic Con, but that looked really good. I, I know I kind of lightly mentioned it. The Ducktales thing looked kind of cool. Not to deviate from Godzilla a little bit, but the Ducktales thing. My, my. I, so I guess is, let's have let's do an update real quick on Ducktales. It's been kind of bothering me, but Ducktales is good, but not good. I feel like they're trying so much to do fan service, but at the same time they're trying to tell a story, and the story is okay for the most part. But it's really focused on the kids, and I guess my my problem is with at least the original Ducktales when I watch it. A lot of the episodes really feature the boys and Scrooge going on adventures, and Webigail is along, and so does Launchpad and Mrs. Beakley and all that stuff. This is like it's the kids do something, and Scrooge is kind of there, kind of not. I would say there's like maybe two or three episodes that have really been the whole gang, which has been a lot of fun. Like one of my favorite episodes, and they showed it thankfully early on in the run, and I think apparently it comes down much later, which is Scrooge, Donald, and the boys go see Gladstone Gander in China and they get caught by a demon. And it's just a, just such a good episode. And the problem though is it sets up Donald to be a more bigger part of the show. It sets up Scrooge to be a bigger part of the show and they're, they're kind of not. Donald especially is more of a joke. Um, and, and I get that. I, I really do. And the fact that he's even there at all, it makes me happy. But I feel like they're just really focused on the kids as their entryway and that's not bad it's not my favorite though either like literally i feel like nine times out of ten we spend more time with the boys and webby than we do with scrooge and donald and that makes me a little sad the villains are actually very interesting and i don't mind spending time with them 
I think was it Beaks. And I don't love that Jairo Gearloose is kind of a bad guy in this, but he's not, but he's not a good person. Cause I always love that about Jairo in the comic books and in the original, he was a very lighthearted and good natured, but just kind of daft sometimes for being so smart. Um, he would have very obvious flaws in his designs. They added uh, Goofus in there and that really made me sad what they did with Goofus. The episode was funny. It was really funny, but it made me made me kind of sad. And here's the thing. If you had asked me, like, is DuckTales super precious to me? And I would probably say not really. What's precious to me is is Scrooge McDuck and the boys. And, and I also I was talking to another friend of mine about this, and they said, don't you think it's funny that if you were a kid, you'd probably be loving this show 100%. And I was like, oh, I still love the show. I think it's a one of the best shows out there right now, especially for kids. But he's like, well, that's what I mean, though. As an adult, though, you want more of the adults. You want more of Launchpad, Scrooge, and Donald. And I was like, oh, yeah. But I felt like back then we got plenty of time with Scrooge that it, it didn't bother me as much. Like, Because usually you might spend a lot of time with the boys, but Scrooge was always there in every episode. Like in every episode, they were going on adventures and doing this and doing that. But there's not really a lot of that here as much. It's little one-offs to help that or they're really busy talking about the Disney afternoon. Like they've mentioned the gummy bears a few times. Um, they've mentioned, definitely mentioned Cape Suzette a few times. Um, matter of fact, I think that's one of the things they really show in the trailer is Don Carnage uh, from Cape Suzette and, and, and the uh, the Air Pirates looks really rad. Um, and of course, Magic of Dispel. Now, Magic of Dispel is a bit of a different beast and I'm okay with, with what they're doing with there. And again, to be clear, I really enjoy the show. It's just... Even if they're showing it out of order, it makes me just kind of bummed that, oh, hey, you know, DuckTales, woo-hoo, where's Scrooge and Donald at? You know, we're spending a lot of time with these other characters, and that's fine too. I just, I want more Donald and I want more Scrooge. So I guess that's really my only complaint with DuckTales. And so when they're showing some of that, it looked like Scrooge and Donald were really there a lot, but the fact is it probably isn't. And it it, it kind of makes me not enjoy or not, makes me not excited to watch the show. Um, but anytime they release a clip on YouTube, because I have a subscription for the season. So every time there's a clip on YouTube, though, of what the next episode is, it usually features Scrooge. But sometimes it's the only time Scrooge is in the episode. And it really just it bums me out hard, man. You know, the one episode they had with Scrooge and Webby was really good. Um, which it was the gummy bear episode, technically. Um, the gummy bears, to be clear, never show up. It's the gummy berry juice that they're after. Um, but it's very clear that this is they're, they're possibly planning something massive and huge. One of my favorite clips, though, too, was of the San Diego Comic-Con trailer was, um, and this is ridiculously stupid, but it was really funny, was they're in the plane and launch pads watching Darkwing Duck, the TV show, um, because... In DuckTales, Darkwing Duck is a almost like Batman, the 60s Batman. Um, it's a TV show. And uh, the whole thing literally is they're all going, dun, 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 da, da, ba, 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 ba. They're all joining and finally Dewey's like, I can't stand the song anymore. Turn it off. I can't stand it. And it's kind of funny. But I mean, that's the general gist of what it is. It, it, it's kind of nostalgia for nostalgia's sake. But here's the thing. It still is cleverly written. It's in, I never not laugh in an episode of DuckTales. And I'm talking about intentional laughter. They did a joke. They set it up. And, and my wife enjoys it too. I want to be very clear too. When Sarah watches an episode with me, she's like, that's really funny. And I'm like, it is, isn't it? But, uh, but yeah, um, it's kind of a bummer. 
So that's really kind of all I have to talk about right now. Um, I know this isn't a super long GBG drive-by, but sometimes these drive-bys, they, they aren't that long, are they? So if you have any thoughts on what we talked about, please don't hesitate to write us. You can do that by tweeting me at goodbadgeeky or Instagram me at goodbadgeeky. You can also email me goodbadgeeky at gmail.com. See, it's a whole GB, good bad geeky thing. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes or any fine uh, application you use for podcasting. And if you do, please don't forget to leave us a review, especially if you really like the show a lot. Maybe email us about that too, and we, we can possibly read it on the show. Just make sure if you do that you tell us where you put it at so we can go find it. So, all right, well, thanks for listening. Again, if you have any thoughts about what we talked about, please, goodbadgeek at gmail.com. I probably won't do two episodes this next week like I did today, but if I do another G- and the GBD drive-by seemed to be what it will be for a little bit until my schedule eases up a bit more. But that's what we're that's what we're doing right now, and I just want to say, uh, you guys rock. You guys um, have been listening to the show for the last ten years or so. You guys have been amazing, and thank you f- so much for your patronage. And uh, I hope you keep listening. And I'm gonna quit rambling now. So thanks for listening again. See, I keep saying thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I'm done. Thank you. See you next episode. Jeez! You're a creep! Go away! We're having a good time until you start up, cheapers! Go have some coffee with cream or something! Because I'll tell you something! This is a happy place!